Okay, this morning I am reading from Luke chapter 19, verses 1 to 10. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but being a short man, he could not because of the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him, since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began mutter, and began to mutter, He's gone to be a guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor, and if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save what was lost. This is the word of the Lord. Father, as we reflect on your word this morning, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of each of our hearts be pleasing and acceptable to you. And may you open the eyes of our hearts to see what you want to show us. May you open the ears of our hearts to hear what you want to say to us, that we would listen to your word and respond this morning, Lord Jesus. And then in doing so, we would bear much fruit for you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, I want to start with a question this morning. <clears throat> How many baptisms should a church like ours see in any given year? Think about that for a second. How many baptisms or reaffirmations of baptism, someone that's come to faith and profess that for the first time, how many times should we see that in any given year? Maybe that question makes you feel a little uncomfortable because it's like, well, we shouldn't be worrying about stats like that. Maybe you've been part of a church where there's numbers and stats and counting everything and it's just a bit overdone and you've seen that be a negative thing. Um, maybe you're wondering, what's that have to do with me, Luke, in that your job? Jesus' final words to his followers before he ascended were, Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and teaching and teach them to obey everything I have commanded you. And Jesus has given his church a command. It's pretty clear. It's not like a parable that we have to sort of struggle to interpret. Um, the desired objective is pretty black and white. So, how are we doing? Well, to give you an idea, last year we baptised one person. In the last three years, if I remember correctly, we've baptised four people. There are over 150 adults that attend the Billabong regularly. We have a budget of around $340,000 a year. There's around 30,000 people in Canning Vale, another probably, I don't know, one, 200,000 more in the areas around that some of us live in. We don't all live in Canning Vale. Jesus has given us a command that's really clear, 
and currently we're baptizing 1.33 people per year. And there's some things that we do really well. There's, there's genuine care and there's learning and there's faith development in young people and there's prayer ministry and there's radical generosity that I got to even see this week, a great example of that. And it's awesome. But I think it's safe to say that this priority of Jesus, this, this mission that he himself has given to the church has kind of gotten lost along the way, at least in the last few years. Now, maybe you're here this morning, you're, you're looking for some encouragement. It's just been a tough week. And maybe you're visiting and wondering, does he start all of his sermons like this? You know, this kind of... Or maybe you're a regular here and you're thinking, gee, look, gee, look, you're sort of coming in hard at the beginning of the year. Like, can't we go a bit slow on this? I'm not saying this this morning to try and make anyone feel guilty or point the finger. I'm preaching this to myself this morning. I feel the deep need to get my own priorities in line with Jesus. Twelve months ago, I, I was thinking about this and reflecting on this, and I knew something wasn't right. And I recognized something had to change in me. And it's not a guilt trip that brings about that change. I feel guilty now of change. So that's not my intention at all this morning, to tell you on a guilt trip. But catching the heart of God, having your heart broken for people, like God's heart breaks, that will change us. And I know in our heart of hearts that this matters. This does matter. You and I have people in our lives that we love. You and I have people we want to know Jesus. But the question is, why isn't this happening? I want to explore that a bit today, and I want to set the stage for, I guess, this year as a church family, uh, a year where I pray we will make Jesus' last command our first priority again. So that's what I'm calling the message today. Um, anybody who, uh, just before we move on, who needs um, script, uh, uh, if you just want to put your hand up, I know the scripts didn't get out this morning. Um, Martin, there are a few on the printer if you wanted to grab them. That might be helpful for those who um, need, the, need the script for the sermon today. So Zacchaeus, who we just read about, um, 